Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 4. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they seek to change the world, and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris, and you can find me at EwokKiller on Twitter. I play Finnegan Finn Tempest, a tiefling trainer, which is a Skyrend original class supported by the Metalweave Games supplement Baby Beastry. Finn is the trainer of Cerulius, a blue guard drake. Hi, my name is Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk, and I am currently hosting Cade, the demigod of the land in my brain. Hi, I'm Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Shannon. I play Aranus Gray, the god of rebellion, and I am a half-elf bard. You can also find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. In the disused and dilapidated orc community, in one of the poorest sections of Earl, a changeling named Retreat rests after an incredible ordeal. Thanks to your efforts, they have been freed from the bondage of being an Earl Earl. The recovery has been mentally and emotionally draining. For 16 years, they believed themselves to be an elven royal. Some of those memories fade but others will be with them always. As they remember who they really are and come to grips with how much time has passed, it is the thought of their child that hurts the most. Retreat longs to be home with them again, but they understand that the wrongs of Earl need to be righted. Your kidnapping of Retreat as Earl Earl went very well. Darwin even swiped a fancy new hat from him. Retreat even if they do remember the encounter, doesn't hold your actions against you. Finnegan found a tracer on the Earl and quickly sent it via rat to Carolina with instructions to divert the guards. Carolina is quick and stealthy enough to handle the task. However, the pair of old wands you knocked out will surely provide your descriptions as best they can. The diversion will be effective, but it is not foolproof. In less than two days' time, the Antidians will attempt to deactivate the central column. The status of Better's crew, wherever they are in Earl, is unknown. Their search for the changelings and intel carries on. How the success or failure of either group impacts your plans to use retreat to deprogram the remaining changelings remains to be seen. Indeed, your own plans could have drastic repercussions for both groups as well. As everybody recovers from this ordeal with retreat, what is the plan? What are you doing? I think as we kind of move into, uh, I would say like the next room or whatever for the living to room. give, yeah, to give the changeling some time to rest. Finnegan will speak up. I, I do not want to seem 
insensitive to the needs of this creature, to this poor person. But I do believe that we are on a, a short timetable before it is realised that they have lost their connection to the rest of the girls. And thus I suggest that we move quickly if we're going to move to do anything at this point. Yeah, under regular circumstances, I would vehemently oppose that plan. But given how they like sync up with each other, I think it's the only way to go. Arvin, what are your thoughts? I agree. I do. Okay, okay. Well, if action is to happen sooner rather than later, what is the plan? Like, what are you going to do? I know you want to get them into the greenhouse, but you're up on the 17th level. The greenhouse starts way down on the 3rd. Yeah, and I think as as Darwin and Arnis both agree, then Finnegan presses the point and says, I have the beginnings of a plan. It's almost too simple, but I think in its simplicity lies its ability to be successful. We have a changeling who has the ability and knowledge to convey themselves as an arrow. Quite simply, you've talked before about the playground and the Earl's love of it. We just all go down to play as guests of this Earl. And then when we get down there, we just happen to find a, an alternate path to the things we want to do while we're there. Simple is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's as good as any plan. <laughs> so if I'm understanding the idea here, get retreat to change back into Earl. And then yep. you just walk in as welcome guests of the greenhouse. Mm-hmm. All right. Who wants to tell Retreat about this? Who wants to explain this plan to, to your new friend? That's an artist job. <laughs> God damn it. I was going to say, no, I do, I do not want to do that. <laughs> I- I'm the brains that comes up with the plans. Arnis is the words that convince other people to be part of the plans. Your turn. (laughs) Terrible tag team matchup right now. It's the worst. (laughs) Someone should say something to retreat. Otherwise, this plan doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) Is anyone else joining Arnis in there? Lend some emotional support, some moral support. Yeah, I'll go around awkwardly. <laughs> can I, can I I'll get just go stand there, there too. <laughs> Please. All right. All right. <laughs> when you go back into the bedroom, retreat is still lying on the bed, eyes open. And I, I sit down, like grab a chair and put it right next to the bed and and just say I know that we have no right to ask more of you but if we are going to do the most good for the most changelings we have to act now rather than after all the other earls have had a chance to sleep sync up for lack of a better word and realize Potentially that they're down one. Mm-hmm. Faint nodding. Which means that, that I have to ask you to do something really difficult. Um, it shouldn't be hard to do physically, 
but mentally it won't be easy. In order to get down into the greenhouse, we need you to change back into Earl Earl. Their eyes lock onto yours. What? I just found out that I've been stuck in that shape for 16 years and you want me to go right back into it. Is there no other way? Well, we've been trying to figure out how we can actually get down into, one, into the greenhouse, which is the bottom of the city, but two, into the actual, like, lab area where the earls are made slash housed, I guess, for lack of a better term. And the simplest and fastest way to get down there is as a guest. I don't don't think you understand what you're asking me to do. Asking me to go back into scares me. That being said, is there anybody who would like to lend assistance to Arnis before he has to make this roll? I don't know if I um, can. I think the one thing that, that I would say is before Arnis makes the roll, or maybe as part of what Arnis is saying, I cannot begin to understand how challenging this is for you to decide, but you have my word that no matter what happens, at the end of this you will still be yourself, and I will die before I let you be another one of their thrones. Okay, okay. Artists, I assume this is persuasion, but if you want it to be something else? Certainly not. That's a 23. Okay. In which case, I think, think Retreat says, I really don't want to do this. If it helps everybody else wake up, go along. When do we need to go? Now. Mm. I'm real blunt about this. Okay. I mean, the only way to sugarcoat that is to say, like, well, that's the other part, bit of bad news. Now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If anything happens to me, just... Just make sure I'm not stuck here. And they sit up, feet on the ground, hands on knees, and close their eyes and focus in real tight. And there's... Definitely a lot of emotional and mental stress as they are changing back into Earl Earl. And you can see like the wincing in the face as they do so. (sighs) And the skin darkens and the hair shortens. (sighs) Down at their hands. Feels so different this time. I was just a passenger before. Up at the three of you. Well, if now's the time, lead the way. Well, I can't lead. I don't know where we're going. I guess that's me and Darwin <laughs> taking point. <laughs> All right, Darwin, Aris, leading the way down back into the greenhouse. <sighs> Fun times. Okay. Question before we get on the move, or before we get all the way down there. Right now, is Ristos with you still? I don't remember either. Me neither. Okay. Well, do you want any of your allies coming with you? And that includes Ristos. 
He's small. <laughs> he might not be bad to have. I want to say he was hanging out with Finnegan while you were looking for a place to hide. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Okay. Anybody else from the party? Are you sure you don't need, like, Parlin there, giving everybody a good, faithful pep talk? No. Uh, Olwan? Felicity? Okay. I... It occurs to me. Should we take Olwan with us? He might be helpful. We haven't had a conversation with Olwan yet. Do you really want to throw an unknown into the mix here? Maybe not. But he knows the... He probably knows the area much better than we do. Does he? We don't know his mental state right now. Gotta have some insider intel at the very least. We probably should have talked to him before right now. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been a good plan. For some amount of time, Olan did live in the greenhouse. Damn, you passed us. Why didn't you do that? Um... It's your call if you want to bring him along or not. Okay, maybe not. I'm convinced. Okay. No one will. So, Aris and Darwin, you lead the way. Down, down, down. All the way to the third floor. With Finnegan, Reistos, and Retreat accompanying you. In a very bold attempt to sneak into the greenhouse by walking in the front door. Luckily... Since this is the same day as when you kidnapped Retreat as Earl Earl, those two old wands that he was with that you beat up and knocked out and locked into a room up on the 14th level have not had a chance to make a full report. So the sight of, say, a Drake and Mr. Finnegan Tempest does not cause immediate alarm. However, this is an unexpected visit. Before we get, like, to the entrance to go into the greenhouse itself, where there are, you know, guards, any last things people want to do? Aside from just making sure that I've got Cyril in the harness so that they're a little less visually threatening right now, I'm good. Okay. I see nothing wrong with that. Retreats like, oh, neat. A little surprise, like, not something that they'd seen before, so huh. interesting, but they're not gonna they're not gonna take up conversational time discussing it at this point. So Darwin, Arnus, anything that I think I'm good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ristos doesn't need anything. He's just Oh is anybody like hiding Ristos in their clothes or anything, or is he just following along? I didn't not sure how much you care about that. His presence is no more alarming than say Cyril's, but I didn't know if there was a plan. I didn't think of having one, so doesn't sound like anybody else did either. So I would nope. assume he's chilling. Just, just trying to place him physically in the group, like where he's at, if he's like perched up on a shoulder, flying around, in a coat, what have you. Okay. Since Cyril is all nice and small, he's probably flying just above, a little bit behind where Cyril's at. Whew, well, this is, uh, just going to go ahead and say bold. But it does take bold action sometimes. Very curious to see how this all works out. Very curious. And as you approach the gate, there are a pair of EDU guards standing there. One of them says, Ah, Earl Earl. Welcome back. So good to see you again. Wasn't expecting you right now, but I see you've got company, guests. Uh, If we could just ask, 
you know, what they're doing here and how long they'll be. That'd be great to know. Does anybody want to speak up before retreat says anything? Speaking up is not the best thing for me right now. Okay. Me and neither. Because I just realized I was going to be talking to myself. It's like, oh, maybe somebody wants to <laughs> intervene before retreat opens their mouth. But if not, I it's mean, fine. there's part of me that feels like I should, but then at the same time, I feel like me talking when I'm not being addressed would be suspicious. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Speaking up when a royal has been asked questions is like, hmm. Right. Um, a little suspicious. Retreat very falteringly. Ah, oh, falteringly. With less confidence than an earl would normally portray. Let's just say. He says, oh, there. They're with me. These are my new friends I've met upstairs. We're just going in for a little bit of a good time. Playground business and all that. And rather than having anybody roll insight here, I think you can see on both the guards' face like a little bit of confusion. Just like this, you know, this looks like Earl. This is Earl. They sound a little off, but if they say that these folks are with them, then these folks are with them. Didn't know it was a playground day, but they don't always get, you know, the full daily schedule of all the Earls, so who are they to question it? Like, oh, all right, Earl. Very well, Earl, Earl. I'm sure the Gaels and the old ones will be able to see to your needs. Will they be staying just today or they stay in the night? Your guests. And, and Retreat kind of looks at everybody a little bit like, how long are we going to be? I don't know if anybody wants to give any like subtle indication of real quick trip in, overnight stay. I'm going to look at them and say, Oh, I think, I think just the day, Earl. Yes? Retreat turns back to the guards. Yeah, just, just the day. Might have a bit of dessert or drinks, but they won't be staying the night. Thank you. The guards open up the gate. They'll let you in. Having an Earl does literally open doors for you. So as you walk into the grounds of the greenhouse, there are servants walking around. Most of them are wearing Gael masks. Now there's a couple in Kantos masks. But you've, you've got access to the place now. Where do you want to go? I guess I suppose we should make like we're going to the playground. Okay. But where are you actually going? We're, we're going to wherever the, I mean, you guys have been there again. I haven't been there, but we're going to the laboratory slash mind meld slash Dang. magic place. Yeah. It was like under the greenhouse, if I'm remembering correctly. And what mm. looked kind of like a dead city. Yeah. It was right like down and adjacent. Yeah. When you got to like actual ground level and you had to walk through like this old abandoned dilapidated or not dilapidated yeah defunct courtyard yeah and there was that nice statue of earl yeah he was the savior of the city <laughs> it was fucking creepy <laughs> so you want to go back to the creepy place i mean i don't want to but yes okay on your way down you do pass by more servants more gaels more contos you do also see a few other earl girls 
typically with an Olwan or two in tow. Some of them have a Count Duchess accompanying them. Again, these are all masks. As you walk by them, retreat turns their face. Just to avoid eye contact at all possible costs. This is uncomfortable for them. Very much so. Knowing they used to be one of those earls. Totally oblivious to everything else that's going on. But also knowing that there's potential friend, family member, someone trapped inside. It's rough. It's good you're going to a place where nobody else is because it's not easy for them to keep it all inside. They're doing their best, though. And for the most part, the other folks that you pass within the greenhouse, they're either ignoring you or they're smiling at you, giving a nod, giving a wave. You know, a couple of, like, nice mask or a little tisk tisk of disappointment at Finnegan not having a mask. Tiny, or not tiny Drake, but, you know, smaller than normal Drake. Some of them really like that. That's kind of cool. And of course, spread throughout the greenhouse, various key points, there are guards, members of the EDU, got their badges on, standing at attention. You know, if something were to go down, they're probably the ones that you'd have to worry about the most. But you have an Earl with you, and you're walking to a place like you know where it is, because you do. So we're not going into the playground, I take it. No, that was just cover. Okay. I just want to make sure we weren't all of a sudden side-questing real fucking hard. <laughs> no. As you go past the door to the Royal Playground, Raistos is just like, Oh, I've always wanted to go. Are you sure we can't just real quick? No. Just a few hours? No. <sighs> fine, fine, <laughs> fine. You're the god after all. Gotta do what God said. <sighs> Continuing down, 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 all the way to the ground floor. As you exit the greenhouse on the ground floor and step out into the old, as you step out into Old Earl, the former city, Darwin, as you step out onto the ground, you can feel like a sigh of relief from Kate inside your head. <sighs> Much better, Darvin. Closer to home, almost. As you step out, you are once again greeted with this old ghost town, really. The buildings are long since abandoned. Dusty. There is still an obvious footpath from where you stand to where the lab is. You know, feet have walked this path recently. There's still the old statue of Earl standing in the middle of this old courtyard. Retreat can't help but stare at it as you walk past, knowing that at one point in time, Earl Earl was considered a hero. As you come up to the door leading into the lab area, Darvin and Arnis, you remember the last time you were here? You set fire to this lab. You had your wonderful encounter with Olwenir here outside of this lab. This was... This was the site of, of significant conflict for you. Not necessarily emotionally damaging, but physically damaging. Yes. And, and all signs of that have long since been removed. That was years ago now in this world's time. Bodies and the blood and all signs of combat have been swept away. Doors have been replaced. More importantly, locks have been replaced. 
and come to this door and it is locked. If you want to get into this lab, you got to open a door. What does this door look like? Big solid wood door. So I, um, I begin taking Cyril's harness off of her. Mm-hmm. And when it's done, I just tell her, uh, why don't you go ahead and try the door from the other side? Oh, she's going to burrow down through. Come up the other side and see if she can open it from the other side. Nice. Okay. You remove Cyril's harness. She goes back to her full size and burrows down under the ground. <coughs> you can hear the clawing and the scraping. A little bit of dirt flying back up. And a few moments later, she gets to the other side and she headbutts the door and it's still closed from the other side. Um, I think if there is a lock, like a, like a latch or something that you turn or move from the other side, it's probably a bit too fine for her to do, you know, with just her mouth. She doesn't have opposable thumbs. I'm aware of this. Okay, okay. I need a moment. You can hear claws on the door, like, pushing, a little dust falling down from the, the door frame above. It's not working. She can't just open. I have a question about the mechanics of Mage Hand. Uh-huh. Can Mage Hand pass through solid objects? Don't think so, but let me look at Mage Hand. Because it's not obvious. It says it's spectral, which mm-hmm. could be co- could go either way. Thinking outside the box, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think in order to save us all a lot of frustration and... Uh, to save us all a lot of frustration and a lot of potential, you know, unexpected uses, I'm going to say it can't pass through solid objects. If you could get it to the other side, could you still manipulate it even though you can't see it? Sure. But I think if you were just allowed to move it through objects, like, it breaks way too much of other things. Like, this isn't a terrible example of like, oh no, you got the hand through and it can open the door. But I could definitely foresee issues of that got it, of yeah. that nature. Yeah. I think you have to move it through open space. Can you send it down through the hole? Or you have to be able to see it or something. This girl doesn't create tunnels when she goes that's not how her movement Yeah, it's works. a burrow speed. She's not creating it's paths. It's like a gopher. You would have had to send it with her. Mm, mm. At the same time. Yeah. Christopher Finnegan, can't you cast spells from Cyril? Or do you have to be in contact with Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I was like, this has to have been something Finnegan's done before. How does it work? And then I remember, yes, thank you, Scott. I can use Cyril as a point of casting. <laughs> okay. Is, is there any limitation on that? Um, let me pull that up and pull up that info. I was like, there's, there's got to be a way this has been done before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Mm. Let's it's intermediate trainer stuff. Yes. As long as your bonded companion is within 30 feet of you, and you can see them, you may cast spells with mm. them as a point of origin. <laughs> ah, we were so close. Hey, um, Darwin, you want to open up a hole in the wall? <laughs> e- Yes, how? What's going on? I don't know, you're the one with the god of land in his head. <laughs> Is the wall made out of land? The wall's made out of stone. 
Hmm. All right, I'll ask Kate if he's got any thoughts on this. Okay. I don't have any thoughts. I mean, stone, that's not. I mean, it's the like, next step is just like I could cast knock on it, but that's going to make a really loud sound. Mm-hmm. Is it refined stone or natural stone? It, it's Probably natural refined. stone. It's not like it's concrete. Hmm. Like it's, it's shaped stone. It's good stone. It's still stone. Well, I'm looking at your empowered stuff that you get from Kate. Yeah, me too. You got your pillars, and you've got fissures. I certainly think combining your blows with this divine power, you can open fissures in the land. Um, I mean, one, you could just open up a fissure under the door, but could that work on a wall? Yeah, I, I don't think you're opening a window. I think this is definitely you, like, breaking a door in. Pillar, though, might? Because you can grow a pillar in the direction of your choosing. What if I grow a pillar under the door to, like, smash it? You know what I mean? To crush it and then ungrow it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can I ungrow it? Yeah, yeah. I think that's something that's not mentioned specifically in here, but is definitely, like, could be part of it. Because when you use the pillars to shoot yourself up onto the boat, I don't know if those pillars are still there. Like, those might have just collapsed after use. I don't know either. I'd be fine with trying this as long as everybody's okay with breaking a door. I'm fine with breaking a door. I like breaking doors. I'm just checking to make sure I don't have anything else that'll work. <laughs> yeah, my next answer is we're knock or have Cyril break it down from the other side. So Okay. Yeah, Darwin, if you want to either use a pillar to try to smash this door open, or if you want to fissure to just destroy the ground underneath it, I say go for it. You just tell me what you want to do. I want to try to smash the door open. Okay. Like from underneath. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nature of the empowerment. This is empowered movement, but you know what? That's fine by me. You must have access to that terrain of natural origin, which this definitely is. The ground under your feet. Cool. How many divine charges do you have at the moment, Darwin? I have three. Wait, is that right? Yes, that is three. That, that is, is what right. I have as well. All right. Yeah. I say spend a charge. Hmm. I don't know if we want to roll for this or not, or if this just works. Uh, you tell me what this looks like, Darvin. When you're doing this, when you're setting up, getting yourself ready, have this pillar form up. What does this look like? Are you using your hands, your feet? What do you ask Kay to do? I'm probably using my feet. I'm maybe toward a sort of running toward the door and then bending toward it like, like Matrix style mm-hmm. to get the dirt. I mean, the ground under my feet to go that direction, you know what I mean? Like running toward it and then, and then sort of running up it, except not actually up it. Oh, I see what you do. Very nice. I think this is just going to work because this door is not like magically protected at all. And I think if the ground were to suddenly shoot up underneath it, it's going to break parts of the door enough that the door will open. If you want to throw in any fancy flare or flips here, by all means. Do so. Oh yeah, let's do a flip on the way back. <laughs> Pillar of land shoots up from underneath this door as Darwin's doing a cool ass flip. And some of the ground, some of the pillar breaks a little bit, but the door breaks more. There's splinters and timber falling, and snap of metal as a hinge breaks. And Cyril is standing on the other side, looking at Darwin now. <laughs> Doors open. 
How many charges was that? Just one. Just one. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Doors open. Nice. What's next, gang? Oh, we moving in. Yeah. Because we need to... F- I want to find the laboratory. I need to do some research and like gain some knowledge on how to make this whole thing work. Okay. Well, walking in through this door, Darwin and Arnis, again, you've been here before. The setup is still very much the same, although there was fire and explosion here. It didn't totally demolish the building. Things have been rebuilt. Doors have been replaced. The doors into the first rooms have been reinforced. After your previous incident here, extra care was taken to protect the changelings that are, yes, being turned into Earl Earls. And walking down the hall, you get to a point where there are still scorch marks on the wall. And you get to the door that you know leads into the lab. Opening up, it's not quite what it used to be. There are not as many supplies as there once was. There are still racks of supplies, but maybe they're just not as tall now. They're only like three, four feet tall as opposed to, you know, eight, nine feet tall up to the ceiling or something. And there is still a full lab area. It's, it's back up and running. You did a lot to slow them down. But with Earl's help and with replacement Perlas, however many Perlas that's been, or whoever is taking the job now, they've been able to recreate a lot of that work. No one else is here, as far as you. All right, people, what are your thoughts? Uh, I guess we need to figure out how to like mass undo what they did. So we, I, I don't know, we look around. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where with. I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> look around, look up, look up, and look down. <laughs> Not look up, look up, and get down. I don't know. Well, I don't know either. Look was more accurate in our case. <laughs> Last I knew, the plan was to hook retreat up to one of the the rest places that's used to like reconnect all the minds, do the hive mind thing, you know, share all the memories, and use their mind, their memories or whatever to jar everybody out of this. That is what I think is the best plan, unless I can find like an instruction manual to like reverse engineer it and use the system itself to unlock everyone, similar to how I did. With our our new friend here. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. All right, well, I've got an idea of how this might play out, but in order for you all to figure it out, I'm going to need some rolls here. Oh, yeah, I figured. Mm -hmm. You enter into the lab. You find the main lab table. All these notes. There are tomes of notes probably here. Some of them are still loose, and there's journals nearby stacked on the table, stacked on shelves, whatever detailing how this process was fine-tuned. So if you want to find a way to use some of this knowledge to your advantage, whether that's mechanical advantage or just, you know, making things a little bit easier, like lowering the DC perhaps, I'm going to need some investigation checks, some arcana checks. You tell me how it is you're looking through these things. It's going to be one of those two, unless, again, you've got some other clever thoughts. My bonuses are the same for them, but my wheelhouse is Arcana, so I think I'm looking for like specific arcane messages, or I've got my eyeball for like rune sequences that might help key me in on something. And I rolled a twenty-two total. Hmm. Okay. 
Is anybody else aiding here? Is anybody else looking around? Yeah, I definitely will. Um, using Arcana as well, because my investigation is very poor. My wheelhouse is also just magics. I'm also just going to look around, but my Arcana is no good either, so, you know. So what do you want to roll then, Darwin? Perception if I could, because it's slightly better than investigation. Okay. But only slightly. I could see that as, like, just looking at titles along the spines of these different books, just in case there's yeah. something that jumps out at you. Yeah. Rather than opening up, oh, let me look at all these fancy notes. Sorry, Finnegan, what did you get again? 22. 22. Arnis. I got a 21. And Darwin. 16. E. Okay. Okay. So let's pull all this stuff together. This isn't like you open up the first journal or look at the first page and find answers. This is you going through books and notes and diagrams and whatnot. And actually, how I think this works in a nice collaborative way is it starts with Darwin just pulling things off. The show. Like, this looks like it might be good. This looks like it might be good. And Finnegan and Arnis, you're going through the books that Darwin's pulling off the shelves, looking through different notes. And believe it or not, there's not a self-destruct button to this, so to speak. There's not a, there's, we're done with this experiment. No, there's no exhaust port we can manipulate? <laughs> as big as womp rat? That you womp. No, there's no womp rats here. There's just normal rats right. skittering about in the corners. Uh, all right, sorry. Womp. <laughs> <laughs> Diversions aside, there is no simple off switch. There's no, we're done with this experiment. While the original Earl may have, you know, thought, ah, you know, I might get bored with this someday. And there was never, like, a plan to turn it off. Because in his mind, in Pearl's mind, and well, in the minds of all the people who worked on this project, if we were done with it, we could just stop. You know, whatever happens to the change, you know, we send them back, we imprison them, we kill them. None of that's detailed anywhere. You'd have to actually find one of them and talk to them. But again... They're dead. The, the original creators of this program. But the study and the magic has gone on. And there are notes about how to do more than just share memories. Because one thing that the original Earl was worried about became increasingly worried about as the withering progressed. Oh, no, wait, sorry, he was dead then. No, 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 yeah. No, he was alive for the withering, but he was kidnapped. So those notes can't be in here. I have to remind myself timelines of things. Pretend mm -hmm. I didn't say any of that. Well, pretend I didn't say the part about the original Earl. One thing you do find in these notes as things were worsening, Earl was planning for like uncomfortable situations. What if this, what if just the sharing alone wasn't permanent? What if brains started not accepting things? You know, the sharing, like just everybody getting into the same pool of memory wasn't working. How does he make sure he stays the dominant mind in that. His thoughts, his desires are what's controlling this, what's piloting the boat through this scenario. And it's something that hasn't been put into action, but there are a lot of notes about ways to do this. And that is how to use one of the memory sharing devices, these crystals that are over the beds that the Earls all, that the Earls all sleep in. How to use one as sort of the control one. Normally, when they go to bed, 
all the earls that are underneath one of these crystals, their memories flow up into that, and they all get redistributed, treating them all the same. But there are certain runes and magical treatments that can be done to one of these that can make it like the prime one. This is the master device, or this, you know, this one takes priority. So memories that are fed into there get dispersed first, and they get dis- they get implanted more firmly. It's kind of a way to, you know, put down a new solid layer of like, this is Earl, just in case things ever got a little too wild. And I think with these notes and proper application, you could use any one of the crystals in any one of the resting chambers to perform that. Well, that's our plan then. How is our new friend doing? How's retreat doing? Mm-hmm. Uneasy. <laughs> this place, this is a place that they've been in. Mm-hmm. Working on some of these experiments, like they're looking at it and they're remembering coming down here and work, like filling out notes. It's impossible to pick out their handwriting as opposed to any of the other Earl's handwriting, but mm-hmm. like they know that they've written some of it. They know who is in those other rooms earlier in the hallway. It's uncomfortable. Well, I think as we start to piece all this together, I just, I don't, I think I pull Arnis aside and I, it's, it's kind of a, a hushed, but like also purposely loud enough to be heard. Like, do you think they're, they're going to be up to doing this. I don't know. You, I, but it feels like the alternative is one-to-one deprogramming the way we did with them. And oh, it'd take years for me to be able to get them all done. By that time, it would have been discovered. Right. This is by far the, the fastest and potentially greatest number we could get in one shot. Right. It does not guarantee each of them will awaken as themselves, but it at least starts them all down the path. Oh, right. I mean, I, you, we can give Retreat as many tools as we possibly can, right, in terms of support for this and stay by their side. Oh, yeah. But I don't think any of us can do this. Do you mean like in Retreat's place? Right. Like... Okay. (laughs) I think that's obvious, yeah. I think the most important thing that we do now is have a very clear conversation with Retreat about who they are and about what they're doing. So that when they implant these memories, if they make this choice, that when every other changeling awakens, they have the best shot to realize that while they believe that they're retreat, they know that they are not because they understand retreat's memories and they seek us and those who can help them out to free them. (laughs) That's all I got. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was waiting on RS or Darwin to chime in with anything, but if there's nothing to add there. As good a plan as I've got, which is none. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. As you're discussing this, Rystos is just flitting around the room, like looking at everything, very intrigued. Oh, God. I hate, I hate that I'm about to do this. 
Oh, I hate that I'm about to say this. Roistos. Hmm? Do you have any thoughts? You know you're quite knowledgeable on magic and whatnot. Do you have anything you might add to the situation? And you can just see that it pains me to say that. Mm-hmm. Which is why Roistos like, turns around and perches on one of these bookshelves. Are you saying you need my help, Finnegan? <sighs> he smiles. Oh, you're going to make me say it, aren't you? Yes, Roistos, you are a wise and intelligent creature who knows a lot about the arcane, and your advice would be very valuable in this situation. Arnus visibly holds back giggles. No need to flatter me, Finnegan. We're allies, after all. Uh, Hmm. In terms of divine magic, I don't know if chaos magic would necessarily be the best thing. Rebellion magic, I guess, as Arnus would be calling it now. Not to say it couldn't be used. If you wanted to amp up some of these effects or to make specific memories within Retreat's head be the prominent ones, Retreat's memories, as I understand what you're about to do, will be the prime memories that get shared. But if there was anything specifically in their head, certain memories that you wanted to elevate above others, I think a little divine magic might be able to ease that. Hmm. Hmm. And I think the other advice I would give you is not from a divine perspective whatsoever. It's really just more curiosity and caution. Curiosity, of course, forces me to ask, what if we used one of us in place of retreat. I don't know if it has to be changeling. Just convincing people that they aren't who they think they are would be enough to shock them all out of it. What if they all thought they were me? Wouldn't that be a laugh? Or Cyril? <laughs> These are people's lives, Ristos. Get it together. <laughs> it's more of a curiosity. It's not something that I think we should actually do to people. Clearly, okay. we're here to free them from... Earl's control. But since this is new, and we don't know everything it does, I'm just curious. Cautionary side, though, is what I would choose to emphasize between these two points, Arnis, Darwin. And that is, I think that regardless of whether or not this works, might be nice to find a way to disable or break the system after we're done. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Oh, I, that, that was next on the list of things to do. <laughs> I'm glad you agree, Finn. I hadn't intended to, once we we set this in motion, begin doing the research to try to figure out if there was some sort of way to destroy it quickly and in mass. It might be easier once we have an army of former Earl Earls hopefully willing to help us. Maybe that is part of what we uh, help them remember, is that when you wake up, you want to bash this thing so it never can do what it did to you again. Ooh, so we got to teach... Our friend, some rage. <laughs> Wake up, break the crystal, and then come and find us. <laughs> Plugged into the Matrix to learn Kung Fu. <laughs> you, know, you wake up and you're like, ah, why did I just do that? Hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> so you want to teach retreat how to use some of that emotional trauma in a destructive way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's certainly not outside the realm of possibility at all 
Because it's not like that's a memory they have. It's more of an instruction that you mm-hmm. want to give. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they would be when when they wake up, they would remember having had that conversation with us, right? And so, mm-hmm. the you know, the question of you know, is an instruction is a memory? Is a memory an instruction? Yada yada. Well, I mean, yeah, you have to remember an instruction to follow it, but it is less like a personal thing that they've experienced as like they remember breaking it. It's just like, I should do this. And I think implanting that instruction or the memory of instruction or a false memory of having already breaking it and it should be broken. All things that are possible. I think the divine push there is definitely something that can help. Ah, let me, let me speak as Ristos there. There you go. Look, I think if you want to, get all these changelings to do something that they don't actually remember doing, that might be where a little bit of the divine magic comes in handy. Mm. Less a memory, less an instruction, maybe more of a premonition that it's something that should happen. Prophecy and premonition, not usually in Pathox's wheelhouse. So I assume not in Aranus's either, but it's not like we have time to go tracking down gods that specialize in every little thing that we need to do, huh? Nope. Which, as an aside, there certainly is a god who does that. I just don't know which one it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's one that I want to have in front of you, but this is not the time for it. Yeah. I definitely think a little bit of divine easing, massaging of the memories of the thoughts could help there. Provided, of course, the retreat is willing. I can't see why they wouldn't be, honestly. Well, I think at this point, Finnegan's starting to eyeball retreat. Finnegan's not inviting retreat into the conversation, but the conversation has no longer been a whisper. (sighs) (sighs) In which case, it gets real awkward for for a second here, and then Arnus will just say, well, retreat, it would appear that it is time that you joined this conversation. Yeah, um... I've been listening. I've been listening. Look, I've spent, apparently, the last 16 years of my life having other people's memories shoved into my head and believing that they were my own. If it takes just one more to undo it, I'm willing to give it a shot. There you go. We have our heading. (laughs) Okay. Mechanically here, Scott? Yeah. What do we need to mechanically? I don't know why you're going to answer this question, but like, what do I'm going to answer the question because you did research? What? Oh, well, no, I was just going to say, like, what do we need to be telling you that we're telling them? Do we need to like re give you the whole like list of stuff? No, no, okay. Mechanically, what I think needs to happen here in order to have this plan actually go as you want it to, Mm. find a room with one of these memory sharing devices. Any of the Earl's bedrooms will have it, as would any of the conversion rooms down here in the lab. Perform the alterations to that memory crystal. Get retreat in there. Once they go to sleep, the crystal starts doing its thing. And if you need to implant instructions, premonitions, false memories, however you want to phrase it of waking up, breaking this crystal, that's where divine magic's going to come in. 
there could be other ways to use some of this divine magic, but I think if that's a specific action you want them all to take upon remembering who they are, I think that's a good place to use it. And it's really just how you want to phrase or how you want to frame what that breaking should be like. Is it just yank it off the thing and throw it on the ground, throw it against the wall? Hmm. Is it, I don't know, hit it with a hammer, punch it, kick it? Well, but then what if there's not a hammer available? No, I don't think everybody's going to have it a hammer. it off the wall and throw it on the ground? Like, that's, that seems pretty straightforward. Yeah. If it's something <laughs> that can be broken with that simple of an action, that's how you want to do it. The simpler, the better. I mean, I think it would be pretty much the same as, like, what if you threw your laptop on the ground? You know? Yeah, there you go. He's going to mess it up. Repairable? Probably. Yeah, maybe. Functional? <laughs> Not exactly. Depends on the laptop. In both instances, either good or bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be your call how many divine charges you want to use. Everybody as a group, you know, what do you want to be telling? Retreat. Story-wise, I don't know if this is something that you tell them of before they fall asleep, or if this is you whispering in their ears as they're sleeping. I'm up for either. Because it's all magic in the end. Mm. And we don't know how that actually works. It works how the dice tell us it works. Uh, So I think step one is just getting to one of these rooms that has a crystal, has a memory crystal. You got to get in there. Uh, I think it's going to the first one down the hall we can find with nobody in it. Well, you won't know if nobody's in it until you get in there. Well, yes, I'm aware. (laughs) (laughs) So let's go to the first one down the hall and see if anyone's in it. All right. All of these doors are locked. After what Arnis and Darvin and Vale did the last time they were down here, they beefed up the security on those particular rooms. So yeah, you're just faced with like half a dozen locked doors reinforced with metal. Before we start trying a hundred different ways to try and open the doors, can we go back and see if maybe there's a key in the lab somewhere? Uh Uh-huh. Hey, there's a good idea. Oh, man. <laughs> That's you. using your noodle. using your noodle. All right. All right. Yeah, I think everybody can roll to look around for some keys. Was, Give me a perception check, everybody. I was just going to knock and be like, anybody home? <laughs> yeah, I just rolled a cereal dice, and it rolled really well. So cereal's looking for keys as well, then. <laughs> I mean, you can tell Cyril to look yeah, for no, keys. That's something totally. that she could recognize. Oh, we'll tell me what Cyril, Cyril rolled keys. then. <laughs> We're looking perception. Yeah. No, she got a seventeen. <laughs> Cyril's way better at this than me. She's also likely way better than Finnegan today. Yeah, perception. I got an eleven. I got a dirty twenty. Arnis. I rolled a gentleman's nine. <laughs> okay. You take a look around the lab for some keys. Darvin, you spot the keys at the edge of some small little side table off in the corner. And as you're heading over to go pick them up, Cyril spots them too. She's rushing over to pick them up in her mouth. It's really your call if you want to get them before she does. Cyril can find the keys. That's fine. Oh, good girl. I think that she she sees that you see them and she gives them to you. Oh, oh even better girl. <laughs> Picks them up in her mouth. Ah, very gently. Ah, like a fang yep. in the in the ring. Hands it over to Darb. <laughs> as slobber free as they could be. Just a little bit. A little bit of slob. Yeah, you've got a set of keys. Good job. 
You've got some keys. Let's go open some doors, shall we? Heck yeah. yeah. Who's right. the one that thought of the keys? This guy. Yes, that yes. You're smarter than all of us. <laughs> saved a lot of hassle. So you're just going to open the first door you yep. come to, eh? Yep. All right. Can we like listen at it or something before we just open it? I'll tell you right now, you don't hear anything coming from inside these rooms. Okay. Never mind then. <laughs> cool. So, who's opening the door? Ah, I'll do it. All right. Awesome. Arnus, high or low? Ooh. Yeah. It feels like a trap. Low. You open the door. And you all start walking in. And this does remind Darwin and Arnus, this does remind you a lot of the same room that you came into all those years ago. Tree was not that long ago. Very similar setup. It's very dim. There's a slight glow coming from the crystal over the bed, which reveals the body of a changeling already in Earl form. It was an 18 on the die. It's not an empty room. All right, well, we'll leave this one here and move on to the next one. Are you locking the door behind you? If it was locked, we will lock it. Yes, it was locked. Okay. You come into the next room. Very similar layout this time. You know what? On the off chance that we get this wrong six times in a row, 50-50 shots six times in a row, Darvin, high or low? Hi. No Earl, no changeling in this room. This is a 13 on the die. Cool. Then once we're in the room, I lock us in and I tell Cyril to sit right in front of the door. Okay. On our side or the other side? On our side. On our side. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just a giant wallow drake flesh. (laughs) All right. Tell me what's going on. Who's doing what? Well, I guess that would be me first. So I guess I guess I need to use some divine magic to implant a few or to implant sort of a an instruction or false memory of like smashing this device. Okay. How how are you gonna be framing this? Is this an instruction? Is this a false memory? Or is this a premonition? I think I'm gonna go with instruction. That sounds simpler. Okay. That's basically just like when you wake up, right? Smash the device used to sync memories. Mm-hmm. Take it off the wall, throw it on the ground. Hanging above the bed. Just like right above the pillow. Take it off the ceiling, throw it on the floor. Okay. We'll get to that in a moment. Finnegan, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. While that's happening, I'm, they're trying to get retreat settled in i'm working on the magic side of it and getting this thing flipped into the other mode okay you're altering the memory crystal did you bring the did you bring the notebooks with you oh yeah most definitely okay all right and darvin what are you doing i think i'm just gonna try and defend inside the door just in case okay is it just waiting for something to burst through or are you like yeah pretty much in to see if anybody's coming like are you oh yeah that's even smarter let's do that okay darvin as lookout slash listen out rystos is just flying around a little bit fluttering over arnis's shoulder fluttering over finnegan's shoulder pressing his ear up against the door next to Darvin. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Just in case anybody wants him for anything. Retreat's getting settled down onto the bed. So let's do some rolls. Let's see how well all this stuff goes. Let's start with Finnegan. This is Arcana. This is a nice low DC since you've got the instruction book right in front of you. It's just making sure you don't miss anything and making sure that everything that you're drawing or etching or casting over it is as detailed in the book. Before I do this really important role, mm-hmm. is Arnis inspired to maybe play a song? <laughs> uh, 100%. Do you have any inspiration, Finnegan? Oh, no, I don't. Okay. I thought I'd ask the obvious question first. You can have some bardic inspiration, though. That's a D8 now? Oh. Mm-mm. Oh. oh. It's a D12, sweetie. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, okay. sweet summer child. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, it wasn't necessary because with my bonus, it's a 26. Okay. It's okay. You can hang on to that. You can. You can. How long does that last? Ooh. I don't know. I'll look it up. <laughs> you have things you have to do. I'll look it up. While. Yeah, I know it's a while. All right. Ten minutes. Darvin, at the door, being ready to defend, keeping an ear out, keeping in. I guess ear out since Finnegan said we're locking the door. On alert for anybody who might be coming down here. Go ahead and roll perception. Unless you've got something else you'd like to roll. Nope, perception's good. I got right. an 18. Nice, nice. If slash when things pop off, you'll hear that soon. Arnis. Oh, Arnis. So what you're doing here is weird, to say the least. It's kind of empowered spell. Oh no, it's... Mm, yeah, this is not something that you explicitly know how to do. But I think this is something we can try to use some divine charges for. So you cannot spend more than your maximum number of divine charges in any single use. For example, if you have a pool of 1d4 plus 1, you can't use more than 5 at a time. Attempts to use more divine charges than your current total may simply fail, cause unexpected side effects, or bring dire consequences. What is your current pool right now, Aranis? Seven. Sorry, what, what's your current uh, die size and bonus? Oh, I'm sorry, the potential pool. Yeah, potential. 1d8 plus two. Okay, so potential of 10. Just in case you wanted to overshoot here at all. You currently have seven. Yes. What you're trying to do here is implant this instruction. I think the easiest way I can frame this as is your divine charging persuasion. Like, hey, this is something I want you to do. Mm. Boosting it with these divine charges. Question. How many do you want to spend? Need to spend at least one, but up to however many you want. Uh, Does spending more increase the odds of success? It will lower the DC. Oh. Mm -hmm. Hmm. For every one you spend, I'm going to lower the DC by one. Given how poorly I've been rolling, I want to spend five. (laughs) So that brings you down to two? Yeah. Okay. That means both you and Darwin, two charges left apiece. Meanwhile, before you roll, I have rebellious charges that I would like to spend here. Because this is something you don't know how to do, and because Retreat's mind is still a jumble, 
taking out what is their real memories, taking out what is their real memories of them as Earl, what is their real memories as themselves. Before all that, what's all the false memories or the other memories that have been implanted via the system? It's a real jumble in there. So I think that from a mechanical standpoint, adding in some rebellious action here just makes some good sense. Some good sense. So I'm going to go ahead and spend as many as I can. I'm going to spend three, bringing my total down to two as well. So we can all be two twins. And what I'm going to use those for is to do one minor and one major. Hmm. I know what the major is. I'm just trying to decide on what the minor is. Because there's not an effect die size on this. This is you're just rolling a d20. Hmm. You know what? Maybe I'm only going to spend two. Maybe I'm only going to spend two because I can't think of a good minor. I just wanted to do, I wanted to be a, a twin with everybody. I wanted to do as much as I could, but no, I'm only going to spend two. I'm just going to use the major. And what I'm going to use that major for is to give you disadvantage on this check. You're rolling your persuasion. You're already lowering this DC by five. But you're going to have disadvantage because as much as Retreat wants to help you, focusing in on this specific new information and raising it up to the same status as like their true memories of what it means to be a changeling and who they are, and more importantly, not being Earl, is just going to make things that much more difficult. So as you're trying to do this, you're weaving your divine magic into your words and into their head. It's definitely something that it's just hard it's hard to do that's what this disadvantage represents. it's difficult so go ahead and roll before i do that i have a question Mm -hmm. i have inspiration Mm. can i use it to take away the disadvantage yeah that's what inspiration's for (laughs) i mean that's one of the things inspiration is for give yourself advantage negates disadvantage cool then i'm gonna do that You're reaching deep into your own well of inspiration. (sighs) You can feel the magic starting to get away from you. Focus in. Now, another question for you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Can I also give... Oh, wait. No, no, no. We talked about this. I can't give myself bardic inspiration. We talked about that. You can if M is friendly with you and wants to. Is she? (laughs) When's the last time you talked to M? Mm, it's been a really long time. I'm going to guess no. Okay, um, it's fine. I already used my inspiration. I'm not going to try to do that right now. If you had made any effort, I think right now, if you ask her, she's like, Arnis, Arnis, you know we are companions and friends, but you can't just come to me when you need help. <laughs> that's fair. Womp womp. No, it's, that's fair. <laughs> It's like, oh, let's bring all one. I haven't really talked to all one. Maybe we shouldn't bring all one. Crap. Poor planning. Okay. Mm. Okay. Let's go ahead and roll. Whew. Okay. I got a 33. <laughs> yeah, that's all that. All that. I don't know. I'm a little worried. I'm not going to be able to roll high enough with my mm. plus bajillion persuasion. Okay. This was supposed to be hard. I was worried. <laughs> it is hard. There are factors working against you. You just have and lots had, of tools to help mitigate that. Okay. And I had been rolling like poo. <laughs> okay. So we've got Finnegan working on the crystal to turn it into one of these prime memory crystals. 
Darwin's at the door, listening, waiting for trouble to come. Meanwhile, Aranus is using divine magic to help implant these instructions, destroying the crystals after the changelings wake up and presumably are reverted back. Rystos is just eager with anticipation to see how this is all going to work. Retreat. It's listening. It's doing their best to focus. Hold in that memory. Hold in that instruction. Focus on what makes them them and not Earl. They lie down on the bed. And a few minutes pass by. Slowly start to drift to sleep. These crystals work while Earl Earls, changelings, whoever's under them, are asleep. Designed for changelings, yes. But the potential to work outside of that, who knows? Because these memory crystals are designed to work while their subjects sleep. It's when the brain is able to just take over and spread this information, absorb this information. And as Retreat sleeps, still in Earl-Earl form, the crystal overhead begins to glow and pulse. And it's definitely different than what you've seen above the other sleeping Earls. This one flashes with a little bit of red and a little bit of green, a little bit of yellow, and it glows brighter filling this room with bright light. These effects are not instantaneous. Retreat is in the system now, spreading these memories, spreading these instructions to all the other Earl Earls who are connected to it. And as time goes by, more Earls will go to sleep and will be affected by this. And so some time passes, because this isn't instantaneous. Darvin, since you're at the door with Cyril, one thing I think you notice is that from under the door, you can see flashes of that same light coming in under that crack as the crystals in the other rooms begin to take this instruction from this prime one. And those are flashing and pulsing. And then I think you realize that if it's happening in the rooms next door, it's probably happening in the other rooms as well, throughout the greenhouse. This is not how it normally works. This is change, and change is bad. Change is scary, at the very least. Change is bad. <laughs> and while there are many servants, you know, all the Gaels, all the little ones, all the Contoses, you know, who are confused about this and aren't sure what to do, it's the guards who decide you know, we have to figure out what's happening. Thankfully, you're all removed from the greenhouse a little bit. You can't see it. You don't know for sure that it's happening. But as these lights are pulsing and the crystals are doing things they don't normally do, the guards are sweeping through the greenhouse, trying to figure out what's happening, looking for anything that's out of place. And in the Earl's bedrooms, Nothing seems to be out of place. I point out what I noticed mm -hmm. just in case. And it's only a matter of time for some of the more senior members of the EDU realize these aren't the only rooms where the Earls sleep. Perhaps led by an Earl himself who has not gone to sleep and is not being affected, and a Perla who know that, yeah. We have that lab. We have those spots there. And if the problem's not happening in the greenhouse, 
the next best guess is there. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 Mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 Governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. As always, thanks to Daryl Barnes for creating our theme music. You can find them on Twitter at Daryl Barnes underscore. We also want to thank the talented at Gabby underscore Desu on Twitter for our fantastic podcast art. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.